because of the podcast, I believe I receive one message a week asking me how they can open their third eye. In this episode, that question will not be answered, but I will give you a peek into what opening your third eye entails. Our guest Enzo shares the challenges, surprises, and quirks of having your third eye opened. Most of these stories are framed in Baguio, where Enzo lives, a city that captures the emotion and imagination of every paranormal enthusiast. Join us tonight as we talk about elementals, trolls, and ETs in Baguio. Enjoy. Uh, tonight, we have a guest, a referral from one of our guests, si Cheto. He, he referred one of his friends who has a certain sensitivity also. And uh, he has stuff to share also. And I invited him to join and be a guest. And uh, thank you, Enzo. Thank you for agreeing to be a guest on our podcast. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> so uh, I'll start with my usual questions and then we can evolve from there. But... Uh, am I correct that you are based in Baguio right now? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I am. I was born in Manila, and then by the age of five, uh, we moved back to Baguio. Because mm. um, our family, uh, we're based in Baguio. We're, mm, okay. We were the one of the pioneers that moved to Baguio during its early time. So... Of course, my next question is, were you aware at what age you had awareness of your sensitivity or this, this, this awareness that you had? <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know I had it, but I knew I could feel. I thought that was normal. And then last year, I was told by a, good, a great shaman I know closely. She told me that... I could open my third eye if I wanted. And after that, it snowballed. <laughs> it, she opened my third eye during a full moon. And then next thing I knew, I started hearing things, seeing things, talking to them as well. Okay. Th that's one thing I've observed with, uh, let's say, individuals who have some sort of sensitivity not, mm -hmm. not all get that spectrum of hearing, yes. seeing, and, and, and talking. <laughs> <laughs> so when you opened you, your third eye, well, your sensitivity, what came first? Was it the hearing? Were, were you able to, to observe that? Uh, so when she, when she turned it on, I started seeing more. And then I thought they don't speak until they started talking, conversing back. Mm -hmm. And that took me aback because usually when you encounter said things like spirits or encantos, they, they're usually wary or they don't, you don't know how to, how do you say this? Sometimes it's jarbled. Mm -hmm. it's, yes, yes. But from what I experienced, some talk 
physically, some mm-hmm. talk telepathically. Yes. It, it was all of a sudden um, when it wasn't like a month or two. It was just like a week and then things just started rolling from there. You can hear, you, you can see. <laughs> and sometimes you could feel. Um, mm, yes. They, they are just, uh, when they touch you, it's just as physical. <laughs> as really? some, okay. Yeah. But the sensation's different. Uh, sometimes you feel a buzz to their touch. Mm. Question. When you said yes. you began to see, let's say, spirits, was it mostly earthbound, meaning you, formerly human spirits, or, <laughs> or just limited to, to elementals and the like? Uh, uh, so my story... Um, oh, go ahead. <laughs> when uh, the shaman... Okay, we live, uh, let's say, a few minutes outside Baguio. So it's a little bit higher in the side of La Trinidad and we live beside a forest and there's a creek and you hear all sorts of animals, birds, um, different types of bugs, creek, crickets, to everything. It's, it's like a farm. And uh, she came up and she was like, one night... Uh, the shaman one night was like, do, do you want to see? And I was always fascinated by them, but I couldn't see. And it turns out there's a, there's a way to see them more if you meditate, if you pray, if you hone the third eye. And what she did was like, come out at 9 p.m. beside the forest and let's just sit down and light the candle. That's all she did. And so I sat with her at night and then she she told me to breathe. And when I started to see them, it wasn't just spirits. It was the whole spectrum of enchanted things. It was from spirits that were earthbound, that were here before to to fairies, to mm-hmm. dwarves that that laugh in the you know, trolls as well. Mm-hmm. Those those were the things that followed, that were in the same vicinity as as the candle, and I didn't know that they were afraid of or they're not afraid, but they don't like artificial light. Ah, they don't like artificial light. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're wary about humans. Mm, like, if you stand underneath a uh, street light or if you have a flashlight, they hide when you mm-hmm. shine it. Mm-hmm. They don't like the light. Or I think those are the evening night dwellers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she opened my third eye, there were dwarves, there were fairies, there were so many fairies. In the trees, they'd fly around, all sorts of colors. Similar to how Europeans describe fairies, or are there differences in, your, in the way you saw them? From what I understand and what they told me, there are different kinds of fairies, subclasses. Mm-hmm. Some are big, um, some are like doll size, some are really small. 
And they have a working system with nature. Mm-hmm. Some, some help uh, grow plants, some forage, and some are not the best. They're mischievous. Mm-hmm. They like causing a little bit of havoc. Mm-hmm. Quick question again. Before you agreed to have your, uh, your third eye open, were you all the way na parang, okay, I really want to do this? Was it, was it there going in? Because again, there are people who are not lucky enough, meaning some of them re- don't really want it, but it happens to them. But for you, were you really looking for it? Or can you tell your side of that? I'll be honest, Nick. I thought I would only see them once and that was it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like she was like oh you want to see uh, okay uh-huh. this is like a one time thing uh-huh. and then after that it just it never left uh-huh. can, can I ask what your your belief system is like uh, my religion uh, religion oh uh, yeah Mm-mm. oh okay um, I was born Catholic and raised Christian but I'm more I'm not religious I'm more in the spiritual sense where Mm-mm. all how do you say this? I, I don't mean to offend anybody here. Yes, okay? yes, uh-uh. yeah. All religions tie up to one God. Yes. The, the, to me, I feel like, and I believe that all the stories from the Quran to the, everything uh, is just talking about one God. Mm-mm. And ever since I was a kid, I didn't understand why everyone was fighting over which God was better. To me, I feel like it's one creator, different cultures, yes, different stories, but still the same one God. Mm-mm. That's my belief. And uh, growing up, uh, there were so many people who were like, uh, uh, if you don't believe in the Bible, you might as well go to hell. Or mm-hmm. if you don't go to church, you go to hell. No, that, like, I don't think uh, the creator would do such a thing. Yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you? What's your religion? <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 I'm kind of the same as you, that I believe all the different religions are all connected. I believe in a source. Mm-hmm. I believe yes, in a source, yes, a source, and I believe that all of us are connected to that source. That shaman who came up to your area, have you met her mm-hmm. before? Or was that the first she, time that she... No, she's a family friend, ah, a okay. very close family friend. And I met her when I was a kid. Okay. I was, I think, 10 at the time. And then we've known each other for seven. I've known her for 17 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what she does, she also heals people. She, she sees lots of things more than I do. Mm-hmm. And she can talk. She can communicate with them. She can bargain. She's, oh my gosh, Nick. Uh, mm-hmm. When you, if you can see her aura, mm-hmm. it's different. Um, when she opened the, my third eye that night, it amplified me seeing people's uh, outlines, it's mm-hmm. the aura mm-hmm. everyone has. And oh my goodness, if one has, if an individual has a certain color, hers is a spectrum. 
Okay. Of colors. Mm-mm. And it was, I wouldn't say blinding, but it was you very can't bright. stare. Yeah, you can't stare at it. Mm-mm. And there were two things like on her, on each side that were protecting her. Yes. Well, can you describe those protectors? I would call them I I would call them angels because they're just big. They're they're like towering over the ceiling. They're bigger than a refrigerator. They're just like there. And when you stare at them, they're they're just like buzzing, fuzzy, but really bright light that I can't seem to describe. It's like pure energy. It's like when you look at a uh, a how do you say this? When it's really hot. And then you see the heat wave. Ah, okay, yes. Oh, parang you see there are waves. Parang there are waves, you know, of heat. Parang, yeah, yeah. Like that, but more staticky, like really quick vibrations. Mm-mm. And and they move with such grace. It's it's hard to describe. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I know someone who who has like five protectors, and. Everywhere she goes, they follow her like bodyguards. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and every time like she prays or she does a good deed, they clap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> they clap or they praise, they sing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've heard of or visited this YouTube page, um, The Fifth Kind. And I've I, heard of that, yeah. <laughs> and I, I was reading his books uh, the other day, mm-hmm. and he mentioned that because he's a Bible scholar, and mm-hmm. then he began connecting the dots for himself. I mean, for himself, yes. he felt that um, the Bible is a story of uh, what's his term, paleo contact or something like that. That yeah, uh, ETs were were became here, and they were the ones. Old Testament were ETs. Anyway, he was saying that (laughs) instead of saying spirit guides, all of us have our spiritual support system. (laughs) Yeah. And they are there to support you. (laughs) Yeah. So when you said that they clap and they follow, it it, it just makes sense that, I mean, everyone (laughs) has it. They come and go. I I understand. Yeah. but Yes, they do. Sometimes they're very cheeky, those Mm -hmm. guides. Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. sometimes they talk. <laughs> so, for are, are you open to, or are they open to be be talked about? Meaning, uh, is it okay if you tell us about your your guides? They don't mind. Um, there's so much stories I have. Uh, go for you. <laughs> we 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 have all night. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I I remember this one now. Um, you can cut this out if you want. Uh. Back in 2021, I had a bad breakup. And when you're down, when you feel really down and low, you you kind of either exude negative energy or you you attract negative energy, sometimes both. And uh, so I broke up with my ex at that time and I moved back to Baguio. Every night, I would 
I, I made a small studio close to my house and around 5.30 to 6, I would feel like someone's watching. And at that time, uh, I would tell my, I would tell the shaman I know about it. And what she did was, yes, there are things that like your taste because you're just a big ball of sadness and there's no way around that. So I said, what do I do? And in a few days, she sent me two crystals for me to wear. Well, this was this was before opening the third eye. I could see stuff in peripheral my peripheral vision, and I'd feel someone's watching me, but I can't see. So this memory blew my mind. Um, I had the two crystals with me on my neck, and while I was at the studio working, there's this window where people can uh, pass by. You see people uh, pass by, uh, let's say, 30 minutes to an hour all the time because it's a busy path. And there was this, this, there was this, this prominent figure that passed by. And I thought it was going to be someone I knew, a worker. And I was going to greet him. And he never reached the other side okay. of the other window. Mm -hmm. He just vanished. Mm -hmm. And I told myself, that was a black figure that just passed. And immediately I tried to, I was going to grab my necklace just for a sense of comfort. <laughs> yes. And it was gone. My necklaces were gone. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and I freaked out. <laughs> I, I looked everywhere in my studio, and it was daylight, thank goodness. It was around 3 p.m. So from morning to that time, I had my necklace on. And I remember holding it, and then I saw that shadow, and I couldn't find it. Next thing I knew, I was frantic. I looked mm -hmm. around the studio, the desk, the drawers, nothing. Then I retraced my steps. I went to the garage everywhere, everywhere I could find nothing. Knowing that I felt vulnerable without the necklaces, I called the shaman. I told her, my necklace is missing. And I'm freaking out because I saw a shadow pass by the window. And I'm thinking that's a negative being. And she says, okay, let me talk to them. <laughs> And I was like, talk to who? <laughs> and, and then she said, I'll get back to you. Um, about five, ten minutes later, she meditated. Turns out she astral projected and found there were beings that liked what I was doing. Uh, okay, what I do is uh, I create props. Disclaimer, I, I okay. make uh, like Mandalorian helmets. They're very mm -hmm. shiny. Okay. So... The reason why I say they're very shiny, uh, enchanted beings, fairies and elves and others, they love shiny things. Mm -hmm. To them, it's like a treasure. And they like anything that looks pretty. Hence the necklace. Mm -hmm. 
And she called me up. She said, guess what? The necklace, they got it. I said, how? It was around my neck the whole day. You know, you have to un yeah. unlatch that necklace and everything. I didn't do that. And she said, they like it. And they take they took a liking to what you do. What you they're curious. And I was my my studio is beside the forest, by the way. Uh, okay. And mm -mm. and they were they are interested and they want to borrow your necklace. But you can give it to them, she said. And I said, but that's the only thing that protects me. And uh she said, you can trade. You can so I remember I, I got this Mandalorian helmet. It was fully painted. It was one of my best works. Here's the weirdest thing. I went out. It was drizzling out of the studio. This was almost grave. I remember looking around for an hour. So okay. from 3.30 <laughs> to 4.30, it was there. And then she called. And then it was drizzling. I went out. And I talked to the sky, I talked to air, and I said, uh, I heard you guys took my necklace. And I, I don't mind, you guys can play with it, you guys can use it if you want, if it will help benefit you, but I need it. If it's okay, I would love to give you guys this helmet, this shiny, mm -hmm. chromey helmet. The rain stopped. <laughs> okay. And I, of course, I was like, that could be a coincidence, right? Yes, yes, yes. So I, uh, I put the helmet in the walkway area. I placed the long stick on the ground by the pathway. I placed the helmet on, on to the stick, and I told them they can use it. They can do whatever they want with the helmet because I heard that they were curious. Uh, so I walked back home. And in my room, my brother came home from Manila and he's been in that bed of mine the entire day. And uh, I told him about it. I said, I'm missing my necklace. My brother also is sensitive, by the way. Okay. He, okay. he can hear, but he can't see. Mm. So when he he was there, I told him about it. He was like, "Allah, you lost your you lost your necklace. Mm -mm -mm. What do you do? You're you're kind of screwed." You know, he was <laughs> messing with me, mm -mm. and I said, "Yeah, I know." And I'm, it's almost sundown. You know, night dwellers they they're out, and I kid you not, I walk to my room. And where my brother was lying down the whole day, it just appeared in front of my bed, mm -mm. the necklace. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And my brother was shook because he's like, I've been here the whole day and I haven't seen that necklace in that bed on that same spot that I was in earlier. Mm -mm. And I was telling him, are you... Are you pulling my leg? Maybe you were the one who kept it all this time. I was like, oh no, I don't, I don't want to cause you stress. Why would I take that? And right when I looked out the window, there's this handprint that's never been there, mm -mm. seared into the glass. Mm -mm. <laughs> 
so of course I freaked out okay. <laughs> and I, I told, uh, I told the shaman about it and she said, Oh, you grabbed it now. Ah, and okay. Oh. <laughs> they gave it back now. And I said, you knew they told me, she said, and after that, I started believing in it more. Mm -mm. And probably that contributed to your decision to open. Open. Your third eye. Or was there an inciting incident for you to decide that, okay, I'm ready? I just really wanted to see fairies that okay. night. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought it was just a one-time thing. Yes. And then... <laughs> Apparently, it's yeah. not, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I remember my Tito always telling me, be careful what you ask for. If yeah. you want to see, you might not, you know, you can't remove that. And I told myself, oh, then I'll just look on the ground as a joke. And then now you see them everywhere. You see them in malls, churches. You see them beside the streets, by the bushes. So many so many <laughs> yeah have you seen can you okay so this is something i'm sure chet also said this has the same interest but i'm trying to see what the differences are in terms of fairies or elementals here in the philippines versus other parts of the world and well i've kind of made a, a theory that the way we see, well, it's still it, it's 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 a it's a working theory, that the way you see elementals spirits is based on your lens, meaning the way you would understand what they are based on what you see. So I'm not sure. I, of course, I haven't asked you, but I'm not sure what type of literature or uh, movies you've been watching for you to have a basis of what they are to classify them. But how do you see these uh, fairies, these elves? Are they similar to how they are described in, in literature or um, in, in movies? Yes. Um, okay. So what I know, uh, I've only seen the small fairies. Uh, some of them are a bit big. And if you're thinking that it looks like Tinkerbell, Kind of, but in a way like uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Mm, okay, okay. Mm -mm. Yeah, they're, um, I've seen dwarves. They look like tiny farmers, like tattered clothes. They're very mischievous. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've encountered them at 4 a.m. in, uh, we, we built this mini cabin. Uh, right where there used to be a uh, farm for lettuce. We we removed that farm and we built the little cabin. I used to stay there uh, for two years, uh, let's say 2021 and 2022. Mm -hmm. And after the shaman opened my eyes, 4 a.m. passed by. I wake up. I walk out to the to the living room because I need to drink water. And next thing I knew, I heard laughter, tiny laughter, like squeaky but low laughter in the plants that we have inside. Okay. And they started shaking, like um, swaying, as you could hear the laughters. 
the plants would sway. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my goodness, what am I in to now? And then these little tiny men popped out of the plants, not in the plant, like behind it. They were good hiders. And they were like, oh, you can finally see us. And I started laughing. There were four or five of them. And I said, what are you doing here? And they said, we've been here before. Mm -mm. You just built a cabin over it. Over us. Never yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, damn, I'm, I'm staying here like for two years and now I see you. And you know what they did? Mm. They said... He's asking too many questions. They bonked me in the head, and next thing I knew, I woke up in the morning. Okay. <laughs> and I told myself, I don't know, one snuck, one or two snuck behind me mm -hmm. while they were laughing. I was talking to their kind of leader. I don't know. He he was the most chatty one. He, he had like these, you know, uh, when you're, for example, you play in the mud and then your your clothes are just as uh, it has uh, patches of mud that's dry. Yes, yes. Uh, he looked like that. His hat was tattered. He had uh, pointy ears. He had weird nose. I couldn't see their eyes for some reason because it was dark. Yeah. And <laughs> two of his uh, buddies were behind me they were they were like surrounding me and then he just said you're he's asking too much questions and then boog. <laughs> boog. woke up thought it was a dream and then uh -uh, uh -uh. i was telling myself did i have that dream weird dream and then turns out it was real yeah so now I have to say tabi tabi po sometimes inside the cabin. <laughs> you, you, so that's the lesson, diba? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah, lesson. Yeah, that's the lesson. <laughs> oh. Don't ask questions. <laughs> Too many questions, actually. Yes. But actually, the, 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 when you describe the, the, the dwarf or the duende in that area, again, it, it kind of reinforces my... <laughs> confirmation bias, but it kind of reinforces my theory because... Um, the running theory is, my running theory, well, based on the people I've talked to, is they they take on a look. Yes. Based on where they live or where they reside. Yes. Acclimatize. They acclimatize. Oh, parang, yes. Yeah. So, for example, uh, I was talking to, uh, to Miss Stargazer, um, another psychic, and she's been to, to middle, uh, parts of the Middle East, parts of the States. And then I would ask her, are there dwarves or duendes there and she, she would say yes but they kind of look local to the to the region so, yes they do <laughs> yeah so for me they kind of take on the appearance of the locals so they yes, localize they in do. a way they localize yeah, they, them, lo <laughs> they localize and yeah, it's, they do. it's very interesting so parang when you describe that the way he looked i'm not sure if in that area where the cabin was People there or people before who lived there kind of look like that. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Actually, thinking about it, <laughs> yeah, they did. It's really surreal seeing them. <laughs> um, Actually, my question is, have you experienced something, an entity that 
you, ha- you, you could not classify. Yes, until mm. uh, Chito helped me. Okay. Uh, so by the cliff beside the cabin, it's not really a cliff. I mean, it's it's a steep mountain and there are trees. And uh, they're not shine light at that area at night because... Oh, that rhymed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's full of them because that cliff side is headed to the creek and that creek has just so much elementals all the way up to the end. And there is this human-like tall creature color, had orangey-green skin. He's big, and they talk telepathically. Okay. He has one eye and a small horn on his forehead. So similar to a, to a cyclops? Yes, like a cyclops, but they communicate telepathically. I forgot what Cheeto called them, but they were, they were curious. And they, they had this like lion cloth over them. They, they looked like an average D&D character. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And it was surreal talking to one. But there were more in the back. But one approached and asked, how, how could you hear us? Oh, they asked you. Yeah. How could you see and hear us? And I just said, oh, this shaman lady. <laughs> she, <laughs> she did her thing. Yeah. And they were like, you're not supposed to. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it's to them, it's, uh, it's not common to have these things. And they got curious. Oh, my goodness. They, I mean, for them to walk up that cliff was something else. And Mm -hmm. they would peek behind the tree. Mm -hmm. Where was this area? (laughs) I'm curious. (laughs) It's in La Trinidad. Okay. The forest beside it is untouched. If you go in the middle, you'll find monkeys and squirrels. That's how, that's how, uh, wild humanity hasn't, yeah, yeah, Mm. wild, Mm. rural, no one's touched it yet. Yeah. But turns out it's a kingdom for them. It's a, it's like their own place to thrive on, to Mm. live. And it's, it's magical. I dare not go there. Uh, I have another story for you in a mm. while about that area. That that to me I how do you say this? Now that I can see I can't go out or I can't I have to be indoors before the sun goes down. Because, because? so so many of them are very curious. Mm. And some are out for ill intent. Weird question. Yes. Have you ever seen or encountered an entity or a spirit that's very tall and wearing a hat? It's like an old school hat. An entity wearing a hat. And like a, and like a, a long suit. Uh, like a trench coat? Like a trench coat. Like a trench coat. 
They, uh, yes and no. Um, the entities here that I've seen that look human, they're more in, there were two in suits, but they didn't have hats. And then the females, the, at least the entity that helped me, she's in a dress. Okay. But I, I haven't seen the hat. I've seen hats, but not a fedora. Can you tell us about that? You said you have a story about the being in the forest. Mm. I call her Lady of the Forest. From what the shaman told me, she's been here ever since I moved. Ever since I was five, she's been already watching and protecting the, the forest. But also, in a way, she's making sure that I'm okay. That's what she told me. And when the shaman opened my eyes, she was there. But since she's a divine class, I am not, uh, I do not see her mm -hmm. fully. I see a silhouette of light and she floats. Mm -hmm. She looks European from what the shaman told me. And She's been here many, many years, if not thousands. Now, the kicker and what I find really cool that I want to share with you is that she's not just enchanted, but she's of another dimension. Okay. Mm -mm. What the shaman told me is that what we specify as aliens, because they're out of this world, these enchanted beings also have worlds of their own yes. that we don't have access to and she is of that mm -mm, mm -mm. so I said so she's like an alien and shaman told me yes which explains a lot because here I'm not joking the aliens like the big eye the weird looking oblong head and the thin the thin body, slender body, those are also here in the forest and they're an enchanted being of some sort. We, uh, the Western, uh, the West or US, they classify them, them as aliens from out of this world and they're physically capable of flying from space to here. But what if they've been here and they're using portals? Mm -hmm. And turns out that's what they do. Mm -hmm. uh, you believe in past lives? Yes. The enchanted being told me that in my past life, I was in that area. I had access to the Akashic records. Mm -hmm. okay. I do not know what that meant at that time. So, and honestly, I still have not much clue. It, again, it opens up another kind of entities that are from different dimensions. So when you said that the lady of the forest is from a different dimension, it, I mean, it isn't a skip for me. But yeah, from what I understand, yes, they're inter interdimensional. Probably ETs from other dimensions go here also. I don't know. Yes. Been... I, I have stories for that, actually. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, from what I understood from the shaman, because she'd seen them plenty. Um, yes, there are beings from different planets. Now, 
um, they're like elves. Mm-mm. So, from what I understood, there are beings that look like us, but they yeah. are more higher dimensional. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, they're really good looking. <laughs> and yes, uh, they uh, the shaman described them as Taga Europe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're but they're beautiful people, and the higher dimensional ones they they skip dimensions. They can parang move from one area to another. Yes, via portals. But these beings are also from those planets. They are the ruling hierarchy. There's a class for them. And the big, the beady-eyed ones, the ones with slender bodies, mm-hmm. those are, how do you say this? Those are the same beings as those beautiful other beings, but they yes. are working with said other beings, uh, the beautiful ones. And yes. what they do is that they observe so they don't just observe here this this planet they observe plenty others and Mm -mm. uh the b the bd-eyed ones the ones that really look like aliens from the movies they use physical objects as means to move around okay they are not necessarily tied to being physical they that's why like some people see a ufo but it's there, but it's not there at the same time. Uh, one of their special abilities is to cloak like a, a spirit can, like a air. Uh, the matter, their matter can turn into from solid to a gaseous. certain type Mm-mm. of, yeah, gaseous. And uh, I thought only America had those strange creatures. No. There are, if not dozens of other records being shown that these aliens are everywhere and they're observing humanity because they're trying to find out if we've reached a certain conscientiousness Yes. so that they can, uh, in a way, help. But uh, they're not yet ready we're not yet ready Mm-mm. obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes obviously have you encountered or seen any of these yes let's say ets or interdimensional mm-hmm. that are not of this dimension or this planet yes in the forest when i started seeing um that's why i don't like going i mean i i like to be indoors before sundown because one instance after this uh after this eye was open um by the staircase i i didn't know that there are ets that are bad i thought all of them mm, are in the same yes. enough but turns out yes. there are some that are have evil intent they like mm-hmm. to consume and the one that scared me was by the pathway it was 6 p.m at least there was a little bit of sunlight and i was walking by the cliff and i see the pathway and there was this there was this thing that was just crawling 
up the staircase. It looked like an alien. The same thing, slender, longer arms, longer legs. And it was crawling up the staircase. Mm -mm. And when I looked back, it was gone. Okay. Of course, I ran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you don't be curious to find out where it is, you know, like how some, um, you know, people in America, I, I mean, like in movies, you know, the white people are like, oh, what is that? Let's go check yeah. it out. Mm -hmm. No, no, you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I ran and it's, it's a constant battle sometimes here because the good has to kick or keep the peace by kicking out the bad but that doesn't mean the negative bad things don't come back because the forest here is vast and uh, the beings that like negative energy they lurk mm -mm. they lurk yes they lurk so much they're they're usually hidden and they like they really like people who are sad or people who overthink mm -hmm. and overthink they, <laughs> oh no yeah yeah like no no like like what if i'm not good enough and then the ah okay they're like oh yeah you're not good enough <laughs> and then mm -hmm. you you get fed these thoughts and then they consume and uh, I, I remember our, uh, the one topic you said, um, the, comic, uh, the comic guy who was depressed and he started yes. talking to an entity. Uh, sometimes they feed off the depression. Yes. And they make, they make you stay there so that they can feed off you. They're like, uh, yeah, they're like uh, yeah. leeches. Yeah. So they do that constantly. And until you finally realize it, that's when they get hostile. They get more. It's like a clingy girlfriend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Grabe ka naman. <laughs> Baka needy lang. Ano to? Uh, needy, the, needy. <laughs> oh, the, there was this story before. Uh, it, I heard it through Discord. That there was, again, I heard from different sources, meaning I heard it online from a US site, from Twitter, that there was something that was going to happen in a certain period of time, last year or last last year, that there would be attacks, attacks. And then one, uh, I'm not sure if that person who I talked to on, on Discord was watching the same things, but he told me that for some reason I encountered an ET I could not describe. It was like a black plastic. And it was, he was the same, kind of the same as you, that he could see, hear, talk, all of uh -huh. those. And yes. he saw these black plastic-like creatures, entities, or ETs, that would feed on anger. So they yes. went, went here, instigated anger, <laughs> and fed on that, mm -hmm. and they left. Because they were low on energy from whatever battle they were fighting elsewhere. Yes. So we were just at a fueling station, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> parang yes. So parang, again... That, when you said that they, they, they do feed on it, and I guess that, that's the same thing. Some, some entities, some earthbound spirits do the same thing. Yes, they, they do. They scare you because that fear is something they can use as energy. Yes, I think. yes. Uh -oh. 
same it's same like some entities and higher beings uh they feed or they get their power or strength from love from joy from a happy place a holy place there are some entities who feed off anger negative energies Mm-mm. how are you planning to go forward with this? <laughs> considering uh, what when you said last year I'm assuming that was 2021 when you opened your third eye uh, was it 2022? Year, 2022 2022 okay so given what's been happening and I don't mean to trivialize what happened to you but no problem uh, but it kind of is part of the journey what happened yes. to you I think it's it's part of that for you to learn, I don't know, for you to to adjust to your sensitivity, to your abilities, to your connection to the spirit realm. But how do you plan on moving forward? Do you want to close it? <laughs> do you... Okay, I, I don't want to close it. I want to actually help them. Okay. Um, from what I understood, the, the being that... Uh, that helped me, told me via the shaman that ever since before, before I was born, they already knew that I'd be here and they need help to kind of like be their voice when it comes to them. And sometimes they tell me things, um, things I still don't understand. Uh, They also show me things that are bad and they let me deal with it. I've dealt with entities that feed off people and the encantos or the entities that are good, they point them out to me and I do my best to remove said negative entity. But I, from what I understand, Nick, this podcast, they want it to happen. Okay. From what I understand, they like your, they like what you do. So, so what are what else are you supposed to share? <laughs> baka you have that. Baka they're they're telling you to share more stuff or anything that that might help others who are going through it as well. Yes, similar to your awakening, dealing with entities because some of the experiences I've been hearing from people is. Again, so, some people are not as lucky as you that they got to choose. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it, it opened up for you, but for some, for some people, it just opens up and they see yes. or, or they hear. It's not the full spectrum, but they, their sensitivity is open. And some of them are not uh, equipped right. to, to handle it because, of course, of, because of society, diba? right? You are, you are judged for, <laughs> for yes, being, okay. you know, diba? Yeah, some people call you crazy. Yeah. But how, for you personally, how do you how have you dealt with it? Uh do you tell your your loved ones or your people close to you about it? Uh my loved ones uh they also can feel or see sometimes. But uh usually I tell Cheetah. <laughs> I <Okay>. tell 
I tell my girlfriend, I tell my brother or the shaman, but that's mostly it. Um, mm. Now, when it comes to some people who are who are skeptic or who don't believe in it, uh, good for them, you know, like ignorance is bliss sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> for the people who who are beginning to see or who are seeing but don't know where to go, I think the best way to go about it is to pray first and try to look for a person who has the same ability as you, who's been in into the game, you know, who's been there, who's seen, who's experienced. Because I, I yes, I was lucky enough to to find the shaman and yes. she guides me uh, daily. Sometimes, mm. if not, like we don't talk every day, but like if there's a, some certain thing that I can't seem to. Uh, understand or try to figure out through them these beings I ask her and uh, do you know the movie uh, the movie the series Supernatural yes yes very much I've finished the whole now. <laughs> ah, awesome awesome I'm glad uh -oh. <laughs> uh, back then when my brother and I were uh, we were still in college we were really young we were about uh, 15 17 and we were uh, we would watch Supernatural uh, morning till the next morning, um, the whole summer. And we would wait for these, uh, these seasons to finish and then we would binge watch them with my mom. And <laughs> back then in 2013, 2014, my brother and I would sleep late and we would be like, oh, what, what if we're... What if we have these things? Yeah. What if we see? Mm -hmm. What do we do? And then now we see and we feel and we hear them. We talk to them. My brother and I were like, I think we manifested that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, can't seem to shake that off anymore. Uh, yeah. Um, if, if there are people who are struggling with, I know, Prayer is the first thing, because uh, once you ask for guidance, there's usually a higher being that guides you, or beings that guide you to help you understand more of your gift. So, so for you, when I remember your story about uh, the elemental telling you about your Akashic, are there several instances of that happening, meaning... You encounter an entity during the morning and then, oh, you should learn this. Oh, you should think about this. Okay. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm sure you believe in astral projection. Yes. They are teaching me how to get out of a certain area. Um, so what I understand with astral projecting is that one, it's... You know, bangungat is a form mm. of astral projection. <laughs> I, I came to that same conclusion maybe last year. But okay, go ahead. Tell, tell us about it. Your... It it actually is when your body is in a deep sleep, and you see your body, or you see that you're just in bed, but you can't move, and then you see these things. It's because your body found a way to separate your soul 
and the physical realm. So you're basically floating around. And I, from the first time I remember doing it, I didn't even know it was astral projecting till the shaman told me. I was seven and I would always come back to this dream where my body is in one room and the outside doesn't look the same. And I would only be stuck in that room and I would hear voices always yelling from the outside. It was a nightmare. Mm -mm. And that dream kept going on and on and on. I remember it's not just once or twice. It was like from I was seven all the way till I was 10, it was the same dream. But as I grew older, it started Mm -hmm. morphing into something else. Then the shaman was like, oh, you're astral projecting. And then she turned the eye on. And then next thing you know, there are beings that are like, oh, you need to walk. Do not walk around. You can walk around, but do not enter a black door. Okay. And in all the dream, no, not dreams, in all the astral projection, projecting I've done there's always a black door and I dare not cross it because outside it are spirits that want to enter the threshold and possess your body mm-hmm. okay so when you astral project it's like a game uh, per area you have to explore first but you can't go to the next until you kind of like solved said area. That's how it is. And I'll tell you a scary story. Okay, go. <laughs> I didn't know I was astral projecting till 2021. So my form of bad dreams were just bad dreams. I thought they were bad dreams, but there were ghosts there were spirits in those and i just equated them as bad dreams could i could i converse with them yes i could converse i could touch i could yell i i can basically do whatever i can in the physical world with these spirits okay but there was this one time i was inside one room and it was my it was a small room and the door going out to the hallway was black pitch black it's open huh but pitch black but you can go over it you can go to that pitch black door and there were guides in that area telling me not to cross it but i needed to go to the next room As I stepped over that dark door, Mm -mm. a woman with long hair in white grabbed me by the chest and she started yelling. She dragged me to the bed and started clawing my chest. Mm -mm. And as she was screaming, I was screaming in pain and I woke up. I could still feel her nails uh, clawing my chest. chest. Yes. And I woke up with scars on my chest. 
So I was like, I was crying. I was like, what's happening? Maybe it's just a bad dream. Yeah. These, these were small instances. And then uh, it kept getting worse. So I never crossed the, the black door or the dark door anymore. But the beings inside, the good ones, the guides, they're always telling me to understand how to use and utilize said room or rooms before stepping out that door. I think in a way it's like know your surroundings so you can protect your body. Mm -mm. So when you go out, you can explore. I remember maybe a month ago, I was talking to this guy who, he was able to do astral easily for him. I mean, after some practice, he got to do it easily. And he said that, similar to what you were saying, that it's dangerous because uh, you can encounter entities or other humans who have uh, more knowledge with regards to being in the astral. (laughs) (laughs) The spirit realm is all sorts of, uh, how do you say this? Yes, you can trap souls there. You can manipulate so many things in that world. Um, here's a story. Um, the shaman told me the more my girlfriend is around me, the more she will be absorbing some of the effects that I see. Mm, okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, bummer. <laughs> but uh-huh. she, she doesn't mind. And uh, one time in my old studio, close to the forest, uh, there's a bed I uh, I made for my girlfriend to stay because uh, she's night shift before. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, now that I think about it, it's always, it always has something to do with sundown with me. Okay. She told me that she's just going to take a nap. So I said, okay, uh, you can stay in the makeshift bed. I'm just going to work in this side of the studio. And as I was working, I was talking to one of my uh, friends. He also helps me in my work. And we were talking about life and whatnot or some sort of Spotify music. I don't remember. But in my peripherals, my girlfriend got up, went to my side, and started watching me just work i was i think building an iron man helmet at that time and Mm. she was just beside me but her voice was muffled for some reason and i i couldn't understand her fully but it was muffled and as i look behind me she's not there okay she was asleep still in the bed far away from me and then i was like oh it's just nothing so i was just like uh, it's just my thoughts, maybe. I was sanding, I was fixing the Iron Man. My girlfriend wakes up about an hour and she said, Oh my gosh, I just had bangungot. But I could see my body and I could see you and your <laughs> friend. And I said, Wait, what friend? Really? Oh. Uh, my friend who was working with me. Oh, okay, he was there. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I, I asked her, Were you? in that bangungot state 
beside me on my right side. And then she said, yeah, I was trying to get your attention. And I was like, no way. <laughs> uh, I could see her body in her sleep paralysis or astral projecting form beside me. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And to me, oh, I freaked out. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, what turns out to be one I thought would be a one-time thing would now yeah. be a more <laughs> an everyday experience. Even if it's in Manila, and sometimes people when they astral project, they think they're dreaming. So there are some gifted people who are not yet aware. They can they travel. They travel really far. They let their soul fly around Metro Manila or a certain province and they're just like they think they're dreaming so they think they can cause mischief mischief or any kind of whatever they want okay. they're there mm -mm. <laughs> you acknowledge them they get shocked they're oh, like uh, you're not an npc in my dream you know how uh -oh. dreams are. <laughs> yes 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 uh -oh. yeah they're like oh this person can converse it so well, if ever, just for future future astral projectors who are flying or that gifted, I'm gonna play around and joke with you. Uh -oh, <laughs> no, I'm uh -oh. joking. I just wanna hear your thoughts about this. I talked to this girl who she feels it could be her depression meds, but she has lucid dreams kind of every night. <laughs> and oh, wow. It, it, para, are you familiar with the show Quantum Leap? Yes, yes. So it's kind of, quant it's like Quantum Leap that every night it's in a different body, in a different person, different. experiencing oh. different things. And she could actually feel whatever that person is going through. So if it's in a war and that person gets injured, she could injured. feel it. And she, get, she remembers it the next day. Oh, my goodness. Those are very rare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. those, rare those are rare people because the shaman also told me. And the, the beings, the higher dimensional beings, they've mentioned this before, that there are people who can, can kind of like temporarily be in someone else's body off of another timeline oh. or off of another universal timeline. That's what I understood. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So I was like, oh, okay, I've not met anyone yet. But hearing your story now just freaks me out because, wow, okay, um, mm -mm. that's cool. I was telling her that's one of my theories that she was jumping through time because she would be in a, in a world war. She would be in this weird place she, she could not describe. But another theory was she was jumping parallel worlds. Parang it's yes. possible, diba? Knowing what mm -hmm. we know. Uh, so, yeah. I'll tell you this, Nick. What mm. they've told me, the, the beings, they were like saying, uh, astral projection is the first stage. Because once you, once you kind of honed and mastered that, jumping worlds or being in another person's body temporarily is one of them. Like uh, mm. the next step. Mm -mm. So I was like, well, it's like, you, you know, you, <laughs> it's uh -uh, uh -uh. like 
you want to be another main character, you can go to another one. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. I have a kicker for you. Have you ever felt like you were going through your day, but you don't remember doing most of it? No. <laughs> so, so you've got, you've, you've, but you were on auto, you, you were on autopilot. You're an autopilot, but you did everything exactly how you did it or how you think you did it. Or like mm-hmm. there's this moment where you're like, oh, how did I wear this watch? I know I had this watch in, yeah. in the room. Uh, that's actually a play of these people who, who play out other people's lives. They, they sometimes, not hijack, but yeah. they... Kind of like choose your character. That was well, one person to the next day do that. But yeah, but for you, are you able to control your dreams? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, I guess uh, I'm one of the few who, who cannot. <laughs> Quick question, Enzo. Yes. Is there a chi- is there a child nearby? because I am crying or. Oh, uh, you hear my girlfriend's cat down. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. He, okay. he can hear Ubi. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, no <laughs> that, that, sorry about that. Uh, that cat sounds like a child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quick question, actually, for for an earlier story that you told. When when yeah. dwarves, when the elementals talk to you, do they talk to you in English? In how? how Curious lang kasi sometimes so mm, so you go ahead. Uh I also I also was asking myself that back then like um when they talk to me uh that was one question I asked them before like how are you good in English? <laughs> like uh, like uh you know for a Filipino enchanted being I'd expect they'd speak really good fluent I don't know um Filipino, but turns out they're, how do you say this? They can communicate to you in which form of language you're most fluent in. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So okay. if a French guy here comes here and goes to the enchanted forest and he can hear and see them, they're probably going to speak in French to him and he'll understand. And uh, But there are Spirits that ask you in Tagalog. Okay. Ah, really? Okay. Sorry, weird, weird question. Pero I would assume ito yung older spirits, older beings. Yes. Okay. Yes. The older spirits. Yeah. They they talk in Tagalog and it's deep Tagalog. Mm, yes. Oh, I've heard that a couple of times. Sa parang they they would talk in. A deep Tagalog nga, oo. So you'd, you'd have a hard time kind of trying to <laughs> understand what they were saying, oo. Yeah. So do you ask them yeah. again, what do you mean? <laughs> do you go like that? How, how do you yeah, converse like, with them like that? Like, uh, I just say po and opo. Okay. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> like, uh, naririnig mo ba ako? Something like that. And like, opo, hindi po. Or something like that. Like, like if I don't know how to converse with them properly, because sometimes their their words are that deep in Tagalog. Yes, yes. Uh-oh, uh-oh. 
uh, I'm like, I'm sorry po, hindi ko hindi uh, ko maintindihan. Um, and they understand if you say po and all po, they're, you know, you gotta respect the elderly then and the other side. They're okay with it. Okay. <laughs> Ito, this is another question. Since you, you are able to hear, see, and talk to these spirits, um, one of the things I've been wondering about it kind of ties up with one of your stories earlier that there are interdimensional, beautiful humanoid entities yes. who are observing us. Yes. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with this um, hidden golden city in Samar, supposedly. Yes. It's named Biringan. Oh. And I've talked to someone who was able to enter and stay there for a month. Wow. And when he was describing the entities there, they were tall. I, I, I couldn't remember the exact, but he was saying they were tall. And if you would try to imagine them, they were like the elves from Lord of the Rings. Yes, that's how they look. Okay, they have Sylvie. And so have you encountered any entities like that? Uh, the shaman I know has. But okay. uh, I... I can tell you her story. Um, okay. I'm not sure where. It's in a province. I'm not sure if it's Batangas or somewhere in Samar. She she had a retreat and they hiked. And uh, they, had to, they had to stay in one area for the night. And they had a campfire and everything. And then uh, what she did was... She saw a being from far. It looked like the alien, humanoids. Mm-hmm. Aliens. And she was like, oh, my tao. So she went to them. Next thing she knew, there was this... She described it like a UFO spacecraft. Mm-hmm. And they were convening. The There were plenty of alien-looking creatures. And they were parang being told what to do by these beautiful, tall, humanoid creatures. And the shaman was like, hmm, am I in a movie scene? Or like, you know, like, <laughs> what's happening here? Yeah, and of course, she, was, she knew that the alien-looking things were real, but she didn't know that she'd see a beautiful, tall man. And the beautiful, tall man looked at her and said, you can see us. Mm. Meaning, uh, they're another type of enchanted being. So like, yes. you can see us. And what he did was he went to her and he said, you have a good gift, but you cannot use that right now. And what he did was he put his hand or finger over her head and when she blinked, opened her eyes, they were gone. Okay. She lost, she still sees anything else, but she lost the ability to see them. So um, they have this special ability to make anyone see them or not see them. Even if wow. you have a third eye, you. Yes. Apparently, it's another level of. Ah, oh, there are layers to this. Yes, yes. And they just vanished. 
if you think about it nga, parang they are another level parang yes my theory is um if you're if you've read through yung parang uh, madam blavatsky and the theosophical society i think they are kasi they're saying that there are different root races based you i think history is different from what it's what is told to us but yes apparently they are Maybe before the Atlanteans, there were another civilization. There were another race, yeah. yes. Or another race, and they were part of it, and they just hid when things got sour, and they're like, oh, let's move to another dimension or something like that. So that's my theory yes. of who they might be. <laughs> so similar to, I, I'm, I'm assuming uh, Tolkien, Tolkien probably, I mean, it's in, probably in the texts of, of folklore that there are these entities who are they, probably there are other from other people from other countries have encountered them and the way they, they are described is similar to the elves in Lord of the Rings yes that is actually true <laughs> Wait, when you get to to, to to Manila are there other entities that yes. are very unusual when you see them, I mean, it's, it's not not uh, normal. Oh. Okay, um, the entities in most of Metro Manila are spirits, um, usually deceased. Uh, they yeah. they don't they don't know. But if you have, for example, a subdivision or let's say a, a big grass field full of trees and whatnot, there are most likely things to be there. Uh, I haven't encountered an enchanted being or an encanto yet in Metro Manila, but there are plenty spirits lurking really? around. Okay. Yeah. Even in Baguio. Um, what I understood um, before, the enchanted beings from folklore stories, they used to be in Mindanao. And then uh, a lot of people before, they would say, oh, uh, Madaming Jan, no, Alima, or whatever they called them. And they migrated to Visayas. And then Visayas kind of had its uh, stories of spooks and people seeing things. And now they're in Luzon. Um, they migrate. Uh, some of them are trying to embrace the modern world of technology and trying to live in urban cities. Uh, the, there are some I know that are half elf, half humans, and they look so good, but they're a hundred plus years old. They look 27, 28, 29, around thereabouts, late, uh, early 30s, late 20s, but they, they look good. Um, they have sharp features. Their ears are quite pointy, but they're human. They're half human, half elves. Is it the same as described? Na they have no filtrum, ganon, or they they do have the half the half breeds. Sorry, peace to the, the half, half breeds. breeds. <laughs> the half the half breeds look good. They just don't have the pointy ears like the the pure breeds. Yeah. Uh, but they do have a longer lifespan than most humans. They 
to us they they look pure to the pure breeds they are filthy okay but uh from what i know nick some elves and some humans they get together usually yes. a prince of a certain elf tribe fancies prince or king actually mm-hmm. fancies a a lady he finds her to be beautiful inside and out and he he will show himself especially if she can see or mm-hmm. has a small ability he will show himself and usually he's really good in talking to getting her you know okay. in love <laughs> uh-uh, <laughs> you uh-uh. know they they're very old fashioned uh. they legal oh i know they're like uh, if you go with me you have my heart they're gonna yes uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. very poetic and super poetic they're actually romantics in their own way and it's cute it's cute i mean like in modern day dating you know like, <laughs> it's <Uh-oh>. different <laughs> pero them uh, they are classy gentlemen and and they give gifts they give gifts yes sometimes na lang you uh, the women will find themselves wealthier or uh healthier or for some reason they have new plots of land by by a certain family member giving them because they found it or they found gold uh, they're very you know, they're very giving legal yes. talaga to the legal highest talk. yes yes uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> there are two versions where this go leads when the girl says yes it's either she disappears and she goes to their world or the the elves or these beings they try to manifest themselves into the human world but like in lord of the rings when aragorn's uh girlfriend wanted yeah. to be with aragorn she lost her ability to live to longer live long yeah yeah that happens to them then mm. okay they they sacrifice their certain it, uh, immortality to be with their loved one here in this mortal world so it's real love naman for them yes <laughs> I mean, yes it's not it's, it's not dalliance or no yeah it's real love for them pero and that that uh their tribe hates it they hate okay, the girl yeah. usually or the guy yeah. um Mm-mm. i know that there are some princesses who also try to make league out to men to some guys mm. men but it's not as it's not accepted. to the max yeah okay. and and accepted so usually the the female elf would either run away or like try to do her best to see because she uh some females have restrictions they not restrictions but like they're more cherished in their tribes so they have to be protected it's been said that again in that episode where that person was able to visit beringan he said that it's it's frowned upon it happens but it's frowned upon and they when there's a child born out of that relationship they usually take the child and eventually the child becomes one of them Something like that, something like that. But again, that is a different 
again it ties up with your 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 story were you able to experience i mean were you able to hear this from someone or or an entity or was it told to you by your the shaman mentor uh sometimes they talk to me about it okay <laughs> uh, and also the shamans were telling me stories like this <laughs> so uh it goes in hand in hand um the elves here they don't like to be seen the, the beautiful ones they very rare you'll see them but they talk yes they talk telepathically because they don't want to be seen but my goodness their their skin sparkles it's like edward from twilight that's been said also before i'm not sure if my feed ko yung observation from you pero one of the observations is it's like they're being blown by the wind yeah Two <laughs> times that's true then that's true um i have no idea they there are stories where they're just standing and farang their hair moves and I'm like where's the Mm-mm. wind Mm-mm. yeah um farang it's like they came out of a good movie scene um, <laughs> yeah it, it's like that uh very you know uh you know like perfect picture perfect looking like glowing skin look like gladriel from tolkien yes. i mean oh, yeah oh, oh. you know when she sees frodo she's glowing that for some reason there's there's wind blowing her hair like that it makes me think oh they might be they might have an affinity with air for me ah parang the way i see it kasi parang bakit parang the, if you check on european folklore there are also scottish theories that they feel like they're windblown, something like that. Um, what I understand with the elves is that they, they're, uh, what's this? Their best friend is nature. From mm-hmm. the air to the ground to water. They, they don't manipulate it, but it goes along with them. Along with them, they, yes. Yes. They're, even the ones here... Uh, they're very good at hiding. They're very good at hiding their realm from humans. Because uh, like in Lord of the Rings, they're, they really don't trust humans yes, a lot. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're, very, uh, they're very high class. I'll give them that. Uh, they're so prim, they're proper, they're gracious. But... When they look at us, they're like, oh, humans. Uh, they're kind of a discriminating. You know? But they're here to also observe and try to help us. Just, yes. yun lang, they're a little bit snobby. Kasi, oh. <laughs> uh, they, they don't trust us. <laughs> and they've seen, they've probably seen a couple of our civilizations go up and down and they know yes, uh, yes. How, how we operate. <laughs> Usually when the them their kind likes a human that human has uh, parang they, they can see your heart there parang mm, they yes, sense so. your purity mm-hmm. and parang if you do not have this certain parang taint they like you they mm-hmm. they find you to be of companionship or of equal na mm-hmm. how do we get there <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird question. How do we get to that? Uh, 
Be kind. <laughs> be kind. Actually, yeah. Be kind, be kind and no, ano, no, no agendas hidden. They they yeah. know agendas. Uh, they're very mm. ano. Oh, uh, I've seen trolls, Nick. Oh. I've told Chito about this. Oh, okay. where and how would you describe? As in trolls, Lord of the Ring tro- trolls or? Ah, uh, so hard to. I forgot that movie. Uh, you know the movie with David Bowie? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, Labyrinth. Labyrinth, yes. But imagine more real life. I, I showed Chito these photos that I've seen. So the story of that is, um, it's quite funny. Uh, you remember the earthquakes that happened last year? Yes. So there was this one earthquake. I, I forgot if it was June, July, or around... But it was so strong, it, it came from all the way to Abra. I mean, the source mm-hmm. was in Abra. Yes. I mean, up north. And then it like, uh, it destroyed, I mean, it destroyed Vegan. It, it shook 6.8 here in Baguio. And then there was another earthquake uh, af- the following month after that, there was an, another earthquake. That mm-hmm. earthquake was actually... How do you say this? They knew it was gonna happen. Okay. So they were evacuating, or they were uh, moving to a better area here in the forest. Okay. When it, it was nighttime again, we were walking by the forest pathway. Tapos, by the cliff, plenty of bushes. There was these two female trolls, white hair, long. Patchy a little bit in the female, uh, female, though. female. Yeah, they were walking together. They're small. I mean, they're 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 compact, and typically, whatever you hear, like what you can imagine, a troll would sound like. That's how they sound like. Mm-hmm. And they were walking, and I spotted them. My girlfriend and I were walking down this the pathway, and. I heard them and they were like, ah, human. And then I was like, I was like, oh my gosh. Mm-mm. I thought they were old ladies, but oh. they're so small. <laughs> oh. They are old. They are old. And then they saw my girlfriend and they were like, oh, ganda pala ng humans. Ah, talaga? Okay. Yeah. And they were like, oh, ganyan pala sila. Pero they were speaking in English then. Huh? And they, they were ah, okay. Oh. But they all they they did Tagalog and English and they were like you can see us and I was like uh, good evening and just we're just walking by you know like pero uh, I didn't mind them as much because if you talk to them more they'll be very curious and they follow you <laughs> and and uh, we were we were walking down the pathway and I didn't understand why they were out out and about they were they just showed themselves like I know but they were in a hurry yes that evening after an hour the earthquake happened they were moving from one location to another because they knew something was gonna happen do they tell you do you get instances that they tell you okay something's gonna happen I mean in advance or is it like they don't tell me they don't tell us directly okay. usually they they're like, mind your own business. Pero look at okay. us, we're moving. So, uh-oh, uh-oh. 
parang they you can tell with their actions like something's going to happen or mm, okay okay Mm-mm. but they don't uh they don't go immediately to you and tell you what's going to happen yes yes so and i think the reason why is they're not allowed to intervene with a human's ability to learn in this lifetime. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, there's a reason. They, they'd love to help, but they will not go out of their way to help directly. Okay. Parang, this is kind of similar to how some spirits or guides teach us. They do not tell you directly. Eh? Parang you're supposed to learn it on your own. Kaya minsan parang, why is everything in a code? Why is everything symbolic? Well, it's supposed to make you think. If, when you think about it, parang... Uh, yes. The, the teachers understand that's how you teach them. You cannot spoon-feed it, diba? It has to be a process for you to think about. Yes. Uh, there's a question here. Are entities from a different dimension also affected by terrestrial phenomena? Yes, they are... They are affected with some of humanity's works. Mm. What I understand from them is, so the enchanted beings, uh, the ones of here, the you know the the duendes, the dwarves, the fairies, the elves, they li- they try to cohabit with humans. Now, of course humanity has a way of kind of consuming everything around them. And right now we are building urban cities in what used to be provinces that were just forests and trees. Now, uh, some of the enchanted beings, they get, uh, they die, uh, they, they get hurt, they lose their homes when urban planning is uh, is made done and usually they they don't last they don't last in the streets they don't last in urban, urban cities. settings yeah yes because uh, in a way nature provides them this certain energy and this is their way to uh, have uh, create a habitat for them. Um, mm-hmm. They can't deal with smoke. Like mm-hmm. uh, man-made smoke through, you know, cars, mm-hmm. coal. Uh, they, it's not natural. And to them, it's poison. It kills. What about salt? I mean, someone posed oh, this salt. question before. Yes. Uh, psychic na nag-ask sa akin ito, pero sabi niya, he doesn't believe in salt. Eh. Pero sabi ko nga, it is charged with the belief of the person using it. That's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. Pero uh, he, he, he's told me, bakit? May mga elemental sa water. Salt water. Eh, salt yun eh. <laughs> so ako parang, baka you have thoughts on it or you have information yes, uh, on that. Yeah. Salt is, uh, of course, it, it came from a rock, right? A, uh, no. Salt, from what I understand is pure and it can only protect 
you from spirits. Okay, okay. From spirits, okay. Yes. But from enchanted beings, good luck. Like you have to have a different sort of protection with them. Although uh, what I know is salt is like pure for, for most entities. The bad ones cannot cross over it if you put a line of salt. Because I think salt charges up and takes negativity. I've seen... I've seen people put salt around their rooms mm -hmm. and it turns black. Okay. It, it absorbed the negative energy and then people replenish that again and again. Uh, so whatever's trying to pass through or get out can't technically pass through that purity of salt. But I know some enchanted beings don't like salt. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, they're repelled to. From my understanding, it's, yun nga, uh, again, yun yun na tutunan ko, is, again, ko, so that's what I believe in, is that you charge whatever belief you have to an item that you want to use. Similar yes, to crystals, yes. you can program it, similar to salt. If you want it to protect me from whatever and you cast it out, that's what it's going to do because yes. you believe in that. That it will do that. Yes. But yeah, that that's just me. Oh. That that also has a good. I know. Um, I believe in that too. Mm -mm. Uh, you amplify the salt. Yes. By you amplify it. Uh -uh. Yes. Another question: Since you get to see them and talk to them, do you see them as being territorial in a way with regards to? Because they are spiritual beings, but they have territories in our physical realm. Yes, they do. Oh. They have uh -oh. territories here. Sometimes the water elementals will not make the fire elementals even close to them. Well, they basically took that territory here. <laughs> um, they There are territories. Uh, it's, it's being guarded and uh, kept peaceful for the higher beings. They... They kind of like, not naman police, but they guide these enchanted beings with their territories. I've heard of that. Na parang may policing involved, though. Yes, yes. Have they told you about it or have you heard anything about it? I mean, to, to bring more information into that. Mm, so, uh, from what they told me, and they're telling me now, uh, the ones that are out of place, let's say from urban cities where they had to be kicked out and they have to move to certain places to kind of like survive with other beings. They are they're being guided on how to live in certain territories by any means necessary of... No, no, the old ones that have been there, they they kind of guide their newer generation of other, but they're, they're same beings as them. They guide them through these steps. It's like society for them then. Yes. Yes. But um, usually when there is conflict, another higher dimension being steps in and keeps the peace. Kumbaga like a sheriff. Mm -mm, like a sheriff. I've heard of the story of a dwarf watching over a portal 
Yes, yes. And then parang, huh? So they, they are guardians? So parang, this is the Reiki healer telling it to me. And he said na, it's kind of, it's their duty. It's like they, they're assigned to that Mm-mm. task for some yes, reason. They, mm-hmm. There are, oh, did you know, Nick, there are mm-hmm. some beings that protect, yes, portals. At the same time, at the same time, treasures. Mm, yes, I've heard of that also. But the thing is, uh, usually these treasures were already meant for someone and that someone just has to go find to that it. place. Yes, mm-hmm. find it. So it's right. no coincidence that that person will get the treasure. But there are people who want said treasures. Sometimes like there's, there's uh, gold hidden in this cave. Yes. The, the enchanted being will do its best for you not to find it. And if you use physical force to try to excavate the cave, it will... Not one curse, oh. but it will it will give you a taste of its uh, harm, so mm. that you stop. Why are they? Parang inisip ko lang. Your whole existence is based on protecting, <laughs> or yeah, do they have other uh, tasks? Kaya parang oh, you're assigned for this, and so day job nila yan parang oh, okay at night or <laughs> at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Sorry yeah, to make light of it, pero parang inisip ko lang in terms of. Siempre. I am basing it on our experience as as, as yes, humans, yes. of course, di ba? Pero inisip ko, parang meron kang, yun yung, yun yung role mo in life. Parang <laughs> ganun, sorry. Yes. But, but the thing here, Nick, is uh, time for them is ah, different from ours. Yes, so, yes. Tama, tama, tama. So, for example, like, if if you're gonna put a human to guard, like, uh, a chest uh-oh, for uh-oh. 50 years, that person wasted their life in you know, guarding the chest for 50 years, 365 days times yes, 50. Yes, yes, yes. So. That's for a knock. For them, it's a blink, you know? Mm-mm. It's a blink. Um, you may enter a portal of their realm. You'll be there for five minutes. You're gone for five hours here or maybe five days. It's yes, really yes. different. So, for example, for them, if they're guarding the chest, it's one day, long, but it's like 100 years now for us. Something oh, like. oh, oh. Yes. Again, it's good that you have that perspective because for me, parang, oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, no? time moves differently, supposedly, in that realm. It, 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 yes. It's a different concept. That's what said from what I've heard. Time is happening. Everything is happening at the same time. Past, yes. present, future. It's, it's, so parang for them, it, it, it is different. So sorry to the guardians that I mocked. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> okay. Your, oh, it is your <laughs> ano pala. Okay. I've seen a shifter. Mm. Uh, it was an old woman. This was last year. The my grandma gave my girlfriend uh, a plastic full of fruits, and these beings love fruits. Okay. Uh, they they love natural food um fruits to them is a commodity they love it and my grandma left it beside a tree close to the garage close to the tree and it was late now it was around 7 p.m i was supposed to bring my girlfriend home from 
the forest where we live all the way to her place in Baguio City. So that's like a 15 to 20 minute ride. Uh, I open the gate of the garage. I get the fruits where she left them and I put them in the back seat of the car. The car would not start. And I, I open I opened the trunk, I, I checked the hood. I was like, what's happening? Uh, we got in, closed all the doors. Uh, the car started now. And the fruits are in the back, mind you. So we were driving, we went, we were, where we live, there's this one other road that's a shortcut, but there's not much lights, uh, street lights. There are a few. And I remember moving, driving, and we were, my girlfriend and I were conversing. And in the rear view of back, back rear view mirror, mm -hmm. there was someone behind my girlfriend in the seat. Spirit or solid? She couldn't see, but okay. I could. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think she's a enchanted being. She can morph from old lady to kid and then to an adult again and then back to an old lady. So she's like different types of you know, uh, age, but she's still the same. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And I... I stopped the car. I stopped the car in front of the uh, street light, and I was like, "Oh, hello, Paul." And she was in. She was black. She was in black, but she didn't mean harm. And I was like, uh, "She said I, I followed you because of the fruits." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my goodness, we, she's inside the car!" Like, oh my. And I was like, I told I told my girlfriend, um, "Do we go back?" Uh, so, and then the, that, that thing said, no, keep going. I want to see what, she spoke in Tagalog. Uh, oh, gusto, oh. Makita, gusto kong makita anong, anong bago na ginagawa ng mga tao. And, mm. and she was so amazed by the road. She was so amazed by the lights, the cars. Mm -mm. And she was like, please don't mind me. I, I really just like the fruits. And I, <laughs> my, my girlfriend was like, what's happening? And I was like, there's a person behind us. There's someone behind us. And she was like, what, why is she here? What does she want? I was like, the fruits, the fruits. <laughs> and then she's like, the fruits. Uh, she was like, it's mine. Uh, do you want some? Tell her she wants some. And then the thing behind us was like, no, it's okay. And then... My girlfriend was insisting, please give some of the fruits to this being behind. And she said, if it's only okay. So I bring my girlfriend all the way back to her condo in Baguio. And I told the thing inside to just stay there and relax with the mm -hmm. fruits mm -hmm. as I bring my girlfriend up the condo. Mm -hmm. I'm freaking out because I have to drive all the way home oh, with her. With her. <laughs> yes. And like, I said, hello. And then my girlfriend was like, I should go with you. I was like, then that, be, that defeats the purpose of me bringing yeah. you yes. home. Yes. Yes. And she was like, oh, give her, 
give her half of my fruits. So there was like, <laughs> there was like a star apple. There was bananas. There was, I think, oranges. Uh, so we got half of those, and then we separated. We separated them in a bag, and then my girlfriend had more fruits in her condo. She's like, "Give this to her some more," and I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." And so I was like stacking fruits in a bag. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I go down in the parking lot. My girlfriend goes with me, and then uh, I open the door in the back seat, and I talk, and I say, um, "My girlfriend wants to give you more fruits." Here, uh, here you go. And the thing was like, thank you so much. You have a kind heart. Please tell this to your girlfriend. And I relay it back to her. My girlfriend's beside me. And the thing said, I have a gift for her. And she said, reach out your hand. Mm-mm. So I you, told my girl, you, 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 you reach out or your girlfriend would reach out? My girlfriend, she okay. told my girl. So she told me to tell her. So I said, reach out your hand out inside the car. And then she left something. It, it looked, it's air, but it looked like a rock. It, it was, it was glowing a little bit. It looked like it was pulsing. It was alive. And then she said, put this inside your pocket and up in your bag it will help you so my girlfriend closed her hand her palm and it was just with her and she said thank you now i said okay i'm gonna bring this being home i entered the car i turn on the ignition the back seat i mean the back windows opened without me touching the yes. and it was saying goodbye to my girlfriend and thank you <laughs> then i told my girlfriend go up now put it inside uh, your bag and uh-oh. do what it said so ayun i drove home talking to the thing and what uh, was the conversation like i mean parang, parang hmm. ang, i think it's an enchanted being because it was just it took a chance trying to ride in someone else's car. I mean, in a stranger's car. And it, it was saying, Ang mabait yung girlfriend mo. Uh, thank you for the fruits. Thank you for driving, showing me what uh, humanity has made so far. Uh, I finally understand and got to see for myself. That's what she was saying. <laughs> me, no man, I'm asking, like, is there anything you can give me? You know, and, <laughs> do something for, I well, you, I drove yeah, for you. Yeah, <laughs> I drove for you. But she was quiet. You yeah, know, you yeah. don't, you don't ask. Things. Yeah, you don't ask, you don't ask, you don't yeah, ask. They, when they give, uh, you either accept it if it's a item, but not food. And then, uh, I, so, as I was going home, I called my brother. He was down in the cabin, and then I told him, uh, bro, can you go up to the garage? And he said, why? What's happening? There's a being behind, the, behind me, and I need to do something. And the being said, uh, can you put the fruits underneath the tree? 
beside the garage. She wants her and the other beings that are in that tree to, to eat it. To mm, eat consume. it. Yeah. Mm. Consume. So I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Uh, pero the tree is like big. Uh, so I was like, bro, I called my brother, bro, can you go up with me? <laughs> I mean, can you go with me? So uh, we, after 20 minutes of driving back to the house, to the garage, I see my brother. He's like, what's happening? I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, don't you see her? Or, and then she's tall. Nick, she's tall. Oh, wow. But she shapeshifts uh, from uh, from old lady to a beautiful young... May, may, may motivation on why she sh- shifts her shape? Or talagang, parang it's like a natural response. It just shifts. I'm not sure. That's the thing. I, yeah. I, I don't understand her yet because she yeah. shifts in... It's random. It's yeah. like so far on when but she's it's the same it's the same three forms. Yes, Young, yes. old. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. And then my brother was like, uh, what's happening? And I said, Can't you see her inside the car? And he was like, I can hear, but <gasps> I can't see. Ooh. Okay. So I was like, oh my gosh. So she went out of the car. I opened all the doors. I said, please go out, you know, nicely. I don't know where she's co- going to go out. And then I grabbed the fruits and I said, I'm just going to put it in the tree. So I closed all the doors with the fruits in my hand. And then I locked the gate, went down to where the tree is and laid it by the, by the trunk. And you could hear so many voices. You, there's a breeze that I cannot describe. The tree was moving. And man, they were happy. Mm-mm. And this was near your house. This was beside yes. your house. Yeah, there's so many things here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so do, do, do you regularly... Give them fruits there. Ah, <laughs> uh, sometimes. Um, sometimes. My grandma. Every, when I told her the story, she's like, "Should I put fruits there then?" I said, <laughs> yeah, "Yeah, you should if you if you want to." So uh-huh. sometimes she puts fruits there. Pero mm-hmm. now lang not so much. I say, yeah. uh, now that they know, we know that they're there. They're very curious. Like. Sometimes they, uh, so my girlfriend walked uh, our dog there last year, close to the tree. And my dog was staring at the tree, including her. And there was this face that popped out of the tree. Parang it just, it just like suddenly appeared. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was made out of wood. Leaves, made out of leaves. Mm-hmm. Pala, sorry. Okay. And then it vanished and they were both staring at the same thing and my dog was growling or was just staring. They know, they kind of know that we know that they're there. So sometimes... Your, your, it, your girlfriend also saw it? Yes. Uh, she's absorbing some of whatever I have. It's getting to her and she's starting to see more. And uh, when, she, when she was sleeping in the studio... And she's night shift, so she's working. These beings would pop out 
out of a corner from another room and just mm. stare at her and then come back. I mean, just like disappear again. Yeah. Hindi naman like this na parang spregan na... Oh my gosh, is they look like that. Okay. Sorry, ayan. I can't make it larger. Wait, let's see. Yeah, but then more leaves. More leaves than wood. Like that, but more leaves okay. than wood. And they have an emotion. Like they were surprised. And I only saw them for a fraction of a second. Yeah, they do that. And they look, they have expressions. They mm-hmm. it, it got shocked that my girlfriend saw. And the, the funny thing is, the, the ones in that tree, the ones that look like leaves, they're humanoid. Uh, they they're as tall yes, as us or taller, Mm-mm. but Mm-mm. The, but they're made out of you know nature Mm-mm. leaves. They they tend to show themselves up more to her than me. Okay, <laughs> because she was kinder to them. <laughs> yeah, she she gave fruits. <laughs> yeah, she gave fruits. <laughs> Amazing, If you think about it, I'm not sure if you. I'm assuming you kind of do. You, do you play video games? Yes, I do. Okay, so parang it's it's like an RPG, you know. Yes, you do a kind yes. deed and you get repaid with with something, right? Yes. Have you discovered what that thing was that was given to your girlfriend that she put in her bag? So what I understand, what I'm trying to understand it some more, pero from what I know and currently observe, the gift that she gave to my girlfriend kind of manifested itself and gave her the wishes she wanted to happen. Uh, my girlfriend uh, moved from Makati and just started a new life here in Baguio. She didn't have friends. Then it manifested. We found a good group of people who can also see and okay. feel. And now she... She wanted a better job and life. Now it manifested into more adventures of business proposals to her and everything. It, it's, I, it's still there in the bag. I feel it. I see it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And it's. I think it guides her. Okay. Uh, that thing. It. It's not a nagimate, but Mm-mm. it. It's she like she can't see it, the right? bag. She physical can't see eye, it. Yeah, physical eye yeah. cannot see it. Oh. I can smell. You can smell the things they gave? Oh. No. No. Ayun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's one story that... Uh, there are more stories I have, Nick, but I think yeah. we'll have to cut it short yes. after four minutes. I, 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 yeah. I think uh, we have to... Sc- I will schedule part two and part three. Uh, <laughs> no problem. Soon. But I think, oh, grabe and dami. Thank you, thank you, Enzo. Uh, thank you for the, taking the time. It, I hope, I hope, nga, na, again, people who hear your story, uh, learn. I mean, I, I've learned new things again from you. The, the the guardians, the the guardians of the treasure and all that. Grabe. Yes. But thank you. Thank you, Enzo. I, I hope I hope we get to talk again. Next time we can talk about giants. Oh. <laughs> okay. Enzo, thank you. Thank you too, Uh-oh. Nick. I had a uh, good conversation. <laughs> thank you for this. Thank you, thank you also. Giants. <laughs> we haven't pinned the date yet, but we will be hearing more stories from Enzo in the future. 
Thank you again, Enzo, for sharing your stories. And uh, I will forever remember the shapeshifter who hitched the ride. Thank you also to Cheto who referred Enzo. Cheto is a past guest, episode 122, Folklore. I'll put the link to his episode in the show notes. If this is your first foray into the Paranormal Podcast, hello and good evening. The podcast is a collection of first-hand experiences from people with paranormal encounters. If you'd like to share your experiences, you can email me at paranormalsph at gmail.com or message me on the Paranormal Podcast Discord server where you can share your experiences there anonymously if you prefer it that way. If you find conversations like this interesting, you might consider subscribing to the podcast. We have new episodes every Tuesday, 7pm on Spotify and Thursdays, 1.37pm on YouTube. I truly find paranormal experiences in Baguio to be fascinating and always intriguing. We have a couple more episodes with stories that happened in Baguio. A reptilian sighted along one of the roads and a person who works with the dead. Hopefully, some of those come out this year. Welcome to our comments section, where I read comments from past episodes. I'll be reading comments from episode 144, Paranormal Tales, Tasha. Sabi ni HTTP, just X ni. Familiar yung voice and story ni Sender sa school na biglang lumabas sa classroom. I think she was my classmate before. I was also there when that happened. I also have other stories in that school. Hi, classmate! <laughs> Nakita mo rin pala yun. If you want to send your story and record it or send it to me, pwede rin just email it to paranormalsph at gmail.com. Si Zelax naman, sabi, Direct, mag-build ka na ng school ni Nick Institute of Higher Learning. Hi, Zelax! Nako, wala akong balak gumawa ng institute or... Uh, Lecture hall <laughs> ng higher learning sa mga bagay na ito. Tingin ko lahat man tayo ay nasa journey of discovery and learning. At kadalasan, nasa iba't ibang stage tayo ng learning. So, mas mabuting kanya-kanyang journey at mag-share na lang ng mga natutunan o na-experience sa Discord. Si Cam naman, ang sabi is, OMG! I'm only 7 minutes in at nakakakilabot already. Talagang sa most vulnerable time, on the toilet pa nagpakita yung multo. I would have stepped on those toes and passed out right there. Nakukam! Parang delikado mag-pass out while in the toilet. <laughs> Pero oo, assert mo yung toilet space mo. Huwag silang papasok sa designated area. From Zenaida naman. Doon sa kalmot daw, nagkaroon din ako niyan. Pero minsan lang at nagtataka ako saan galing pero may idea ako sa entity ito galing na nagagalit. Minsan amoy sunog ng kuryente at siya yun. Hi Zenaida, bakit, bakit mo ginalit yung entity? Marami na rin ako mga narinig na storya na ganyan na nakalmot ng entity na hindi nila alam kung saan nanggaling. Pero bakit kasi kaya nag, nanggagambala sila sa physical na mundo? No? Imiisip ko rin. Ano kaya yung amoy sunog at kuryente na naamoy ni Zenaida? Baka may input yung iba dyan. Si Lone Rider, ang sabi niya, yung school na binabanggit ni Tasha ang katabi Noon dati ay Campo Militar. Ngayon ay Condo Residence. Hi, Lone Rider. I cannot confirm or deny your <laughs> theory. Pero sa mga pamilyar sa lugar na yan, sa school na yan, baka ma-verify nyo. Si Tora Bora naman. 
I can relate to some of her experiences minus sa nakakakita. Thank you for this episode more please. Thanks for the comment, Tora Bora. Uh, yep, basta school experiences para marami talaga nakaka-relate. Napansin ko lang. More please! Yes! Uh, actually nga, chineko schedule. We are good for episodes until the third week of March. So, may nakabangko tayo until third week of March at this point. So, hopefully, kung may, again, nasabi, gaya nasabi ko, if there will be people who will be sharing stories, we will be listening to them. From JJ Tuason, Si Derek habang tumatagal, feeling ko kung gusto niya, makaka-experience siya. But kung may papasok lang sa mind niya na image, akala niya imagination, blocked off agad. Kung mali ako, okay lang. <laughs> Naku! Psychic ka ba, JJ? <laughs> medyo tama na medyo hindi. Uh, since malikot nga imagination ko, baka nga may naisip ako minsan pero ipinagbabaliwala ko na lang. At pipigilan ko yung takot. Kung may takot man. Pero, yes, sometimes may na-experience na rin naman akong kakaiba. Minsan pag sa call, may mga sound sa room na ang weird na may ganong sound para may nag, either may naglakad sa floor kasi weird yung floor dito. Or may mahuhulog na gamit na hindi naman nahuhulog regularly. So yun, uh, baka imagination ko rin lang. <laughs> Sanaya na lang. Thank you, JJ. Last comment for now, si Ailts. E-Y-Y-L-T-S. Ailts. Hindi ko maalam paano pronounce Sabi niya, Grabe eh! Napaka-astig ng ability ni Tasha. Kakaiba, pero scary din. Salamat sa magagandang episode nyo. Mabuhay po kayong lahat. Tambay muna po ako sa Discord habang wala pang new episodes. Hi, Elts! Sana tama pagkasabi ko. Salamat sa pag-comment at sa pagtambay sa Discord. Oo, may iba't ibang sensitivity talaga ang mga tao. And sa bawat nakakausap ko, lumalabas na madaming klase ng sensitivity at di pa natin makonfine o maklasify sa isang classification lang. Hopefully, dumami pang makausap natin para mas maintindihan natin yung mga ano ba talaga yung iba-ibang klaseng sensitivity. So, tambay ka lang dyan sa Discord. Maraming kwentuhan, uh, asaran, uh, <laughs> at mga kwento dyan. Post na muna tayo sa comments. Uh, more to come in the coming weeks. If gusto nyong mabasa ang comment nyo, uh, basta hindi bastos, babasahin ko yan. I'd like to give a big shout out and thank you to our paranormal patreons and coffee supporters. J, Z, Christine, JT, JD, K, B, Justine, Kanotsky, Leah, May, Shibunei, and Ola. Thank you for all your support. In case you want to support the podcast this way, you can check out our Patreon and coffee links in the show notes. You can always support in other ways. You can share your favorite episode to like-minded friends or simply play your speakers as loud as you can <laughs> to annoy your office mates. Please tayo dyan. The Paranormal Podcast is engineered and produced by F90 Productions. This podcast is an independently produced podcast and I would appreciate it if you can please rate the podcast on your podcast platform. Spotify has a rating system. You can rate us there or give likes every time you watch a show on YouTube. Or you can share some videos that we have on Facebook. Thank you again to everyone, to the people who have shared their experiences, to the people who listen, and to the spirits who whisper in our ears. Please stay safe.
napaisip lang ko noong isang araw kasi napadaan ako sa isang church. And naisip ko na ang mga Pilipino, may advantage rin tayo versus yung ibang nationality pagdating sa pag-intindi sa mundong hindi nakikita. Kasi kung isipin nyo, madasalin tayo mga tao. May basics tayo ng prayer at yung power ng prayer kasi yun nga, binibrainwash tayo habang bata pa lang, di ba? Tapos open rin tayo sa concept or kahit sabihin mong hindi open. Pero naririnig na natin yung mga kwento ng mga engkanto, ng duwende, ng kapre. At dapat tayong magrespeto sa mga spirito ng kalikasan. So medyo pagtigdan mo ang spectrum. Naniniwala tayo sa power of prayer at may mga belief at practices tayo na ina-acknowledge natin ang nature spirits. So, pag nalagay tayo sa posisyon na kailangan natin ng protection or anything of that sort to calm us down or to protect us nga, kaya natin mag-automatic na magdasal. Kailangan lang na, syempre, paniwalaan mo yung pinagdadasal mo, di ba? Pero technically, may training ka na. So, kaya mo na. Parang agad-agad makakaisip ka ng prayer, di ba? Kung isipin mo naman yung mga ibang tao sa ibang bansa na, yun yan, napapansin mo, kumakalas yung kanilang spirituality and very super science-based sila, science and fact-based ang kanilang approach sa buhay at di sila naniniwala sa spirits or kahit nature spirits, kahit nga multo, di ba? So what if, what if lang, may atheist na naligaw sa kagubatan at sa kanilang bansa, syempre, at maka-encounter or maka-experience siya ng di ka nais-nais at hindi niya ma-explica na medyo threatening. Anong gagawin niya? Yun lang. Eh, yun nga. <laughs> yun ang tumatakbo sa isip ko pag naipit ako sa traffic. So naisip ko lang, mas resilient talaga ang Pinoy. May best of both worlds sa pagpapalaki sa kanya. Yun lang muna. Ingat po tayo dyan. <laughs> 